Welcome to the Australian Chiropractors Association podcast. The ACA is the peak body representing chiropractors in Australia. Hosted by ACA President Dr Anthony Coxon, these podcasts explore the science, art, philosophy and politics of chiropractic, as well as reviewing the latest research and discussing how chiropractors can strive for excellence in practice. Welcome to the Australian Chiropractors Association podcast. I'm your podcast host, Anthony Coxon. Most of you will be familiar with the Australasian Institute of Chiropractic Education, or ACE. This is an advanced learning pathway set up by the ACA to provide standardized postgraduate education for chiropractors. With this format, chiropractors with special interests in sports, pediatrics, neuro rehab, chronic pain, or well-being and lifestyle can achieve member or fellowship status with accepted credentialing that can be advertised to the public. Well, today we're talking more about one particular uh, clinical practice group, the Wellbeing and Lifestyle Management. And I'm pleased to be talking with one of the committee members, Dr. Peter McCann. Now, to give you a bit of background on Peter, he's practiced as a chiropractor, naturopath, and Chinese medical practitioner for the last 30 years. He's a current master's research candidate at CQ University, conducting, conducting research into the use of superficial heat for low back pain. Peter is also a developer of a TGA-registered medical device that many of you would have seen, the Flexi's heat wraps. These are currently used in major hospitals and, of course, by many chiropractors. Uh, Peter holds a position as the National Education Educator for Immuron, a Melbourne-based international biotech company conducting immunotherapy and microbiome research and development. He's a casual academic lecturing in nutrition at CQ University Chiropractic Program, and he's founding committee member of the ACA Nutritional Clinical Interest Group uh, that was earlier, and earlier this year, he was awarded the ACA Outstanding Service Award. Hi, Peter, and welcome to the ACA podcast. Hello, Anthony. Uh, thank you for asking me along today. Now, it's been a, a few years in transition. We started off with uh, what was called the Nutrition Clinical Interest Group. And uh, over time, uh, this has been um, rejigged and developed into the Wellbeing and Lifestyle Management Clinical Practice Group. Tell us a little, about, a little bit about the history of that and, and your involvement. Yes. Um, well, thanks, uh, Anthony. I guess it all began about five years ago when it was actually uh, Norm Bock Broccoli and the Victorian branch, and he approached Paul Pagano at the time, who then reached out to myself and Damien Christoph uh, to start up a nutrition supplement interest group. And Norm was quite visionary in that he foresaw the need to have some representation in this area. Um, in response to member interest and engagement in, uh, as we do in nutritional advice. So we began as a SIG, a special interest group, and um, that's now evolve within the structure of ACE that you mentioned, the Australasian Institute of Chiropractic Education that Henry Pollard has set up to now become a CPG. And uh, so this has been an evolution step um, from, I guess, from being simply a collective of chiropractors with an interest in diet and nutrition to now be, uh, become an educational pathway within chiropractic to title chiropractors as well-being and lifestyle management uh, chiropractors, um, what we refer to as Wellum chiros. So Carl, uh, Carl Thistlethwaite took up um, the position of the chair and then Peter McGlynn, Dr. Peter McGlynn joined us. And I've got to say, Anthony, 
the committee has been an absolute privilege to work with an intelligent, collaborative, uh, passionate, um, moderate and diplomatic. So this sort of dynamic has, has really allowed for um, productivity and, and the establishment and advancement of our CPG. And, and we've been able to forge some alliances externally as well uh, in the broader health community via uh, ASLAM, the Australasian Society of Lifestyle Medicine. So, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's, it's in the early infancy stages, but we are uh, growing and we're acknowledging, I guess, the impact that diet and nutrition are having upon uh, health outcomes. And our well and SIG really assist to facilitate, I guess, the clinical translation of evidence for multiple lifestyle determinants of health into more effective um, uh, behavioral change strategies that we can integrate into our existing chiropractic practice. And so by adopting this sort of lifestyle medicine approach, it really introduces an evidence-informed uh, knowledge base, uh, skills and tools for the systematic assessment and management of diet and nutrition for chiropractors, as well as the other lifestyle determinants, uh, physical activity, stress, sleep, um, alcohol consumption and so forth. So it, it's, it's a very exciting time uh, for us as we see it. So you, you mentioned ASLAM a little bit earlier, and and I guess this is the thing. There are groups out there outside of chiropractic um, that have a great deal of interest in well-being and lifestyle approaches to health. Um, how important has it been to use what's existing out there and, and those courses and um, using that information to develop the competencies for this particular um, clinical practice group? Yeah, absolutely. There's a number of educational pathways that are well established. You know, they've got regular examinations conducted uh, internationally, multiple locations. And this leads to a standardization um, of certification. I think that's really important uh, and, and also est establishes the benchmark. Um, and so a number of the activities that uh, ASLAM uh, are, are implementing um, we, we see as being well aligned. And I guess the Wellham CPG represents lifestyle medicine now in the chiropractic sector through involvement with ACE. And, and both of these have enabled us to uh, work within the established existing framework of competencies and education that, that's actually internationally recognised. And we're also looking to embed uh, the uh, Deakin university framework for nutrition education. And this was developed in collaboration with uh, Monash, Deakin, um, Tasmanian universities. And it's universally recognized as the gold standard for nutrition education for health professionals here in Australia. And I think at the moment to, to date that it's been embedded in about five of, uh, of the medical curricula. And it's, it's really um, was something that has it seemed to be necessary to get a minimum a competency in nutrition uh, and, and dietary advice for health practitioners. So these existing frameworks give us an informed uh, evidence base for us to educate chiropractors in, in these competencies. At the moment, or currently, Carl and myself are also lecturing at, uh, to chiropractic students at CQU. 
and we're actively embedding the lifestyle principles um, into the course program. So it's been a revelation. You know, we, uh, we shift from the previous sort of um, nutrition delivery that you know, I was doing at RMIT, for example, you know, where you get the RDIs and deficiency states and the rote learning sort of approach to now being a really truly holistic and clinically applicable, pragmatic integration of nutrition and uh, dietary pattern education. So it certainly sounds like um, aligning with those um, already existing and recognized courses um, is a good way to go uh, in terms of having some consistency and standardization. Uh, I guess also this um, raises the bar for chiropractors and opens opportunities for professional integration with other uh, practitioners, I expect. Oh, completely. Um, you know, and it, there's a number of opportunities that, that are going to arise as well. So at the moment, there's currently a, a master's level program in, in uh, LM, in uh, lifestyle medicine, being developed at Southern Cross University. Um, and, and this will provide another potential option for credentialing at a, at a master's degree level, which is wholly consistent with the benchmark set by our own ACE, the chiropractors to title. Um, the opportunity for chiros to upskill and network in collaborative mem uh, manner with uh, other health professionals, uh, especially using shared care appointments, for example, is also another exciting direction. Um, the potential to bring chiropractic to a wider engagement with the public. It's mm -hmm. one of the key objectives that we have here at Well. Yep. Um, and I think that's something that resonates for, for the entire um, profession. And, and, and certainly, I know that, you know, the ACA has, um, has voiced that uh, recently as being, you know, an objective and something we need to, we need to see um, as a, a natural progression for our, um, our profession. So speaking also, about, sorry, go ahead. No, 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 you're okay. Um, so look, speaking about natural progressions, you know, chiropractors obviously have traditionally respected the powers of self-healing and uh, a holistic health approach is pretty much in our DNA. How well does um, the wellbeing and lifestyle management uh, approach align with chiropractic practice, do you think? Extremely, extremely well. The foundational principles of both chiropractic and lifestyle medicine are really closely aligned. In lifestyle medicine, Medicine uses that evidence-informed uh, interventions that target at the treating the cause rather than addressing the symptoms alone. It bridges that gap between clinical practice, health promotion, and public health. And I guess it recognizes the social, psychological, and biological predispositions that a client's lifestyle behaviors um, you know, influence our health outcomes. So lifestyle medicine addresses many of those key determinants that, that are shared in you know, multiple different chronic diseases uh, through the management of um, often the uh, systemic metabolic inflammation, or what we call metaflammation. And so Alan's uh, really acknowledging the innate ability of the body to heal, just as the chiropractic uh, have done for over a century, um, mm. and recognize that improving choices and behaviors related to lifestyle is foundational to effective health care, uh, disease prevention, and, and even reversal. Yeah. So you, you, we talked earlier about how um, we went from a nutrition, essentially a nutrition and supplement group now to more, uh, you know, about lifestyle and well-being management. 
what are the key pillars of health or what are the things that uh, a Willem chiropractor might want to address with a patient? Yeah, I, I guess, uh, you know, as, as a chiropractor and a naturopath myself, um, and many, many of the chiropractors out there have been working in this space. They've been doing it um, perhaps without a, uh, without a framework necessarily, or certainly standardized framework that we, we uniformly uh, see. And so those, those pillars of health, you know, our diet, you know, did you know, Anthony, that 95% of adults do not get the recommended daily intake of fruit and vegetables. Mm -hmm. now, now think about that for a moment. That equates to 95 of every 100 clients that you're going to see this week, uh, not getting enough of these vital foods. And the stats are even worse for children. Yeah. I believe only one child in 100 is meeting the RBI for fruit and vegetables. And, you know, the peach chiropractors will tell you uh, how important that, that early development nutrition uh, is uh, for later in life. And it sets you up for, for adult health. So this is, this is a really, really important area. Physical activity, you know, physical inactivity. We talk about sitting being the new smoking. Um, 150 minutes of moderate brisk exercise um, per week. Social connectedness, uh, sleep quality, you know, getting more than six hours of, of quality sleep. Uh, stress reduction strategies, alcohol consumption. Um, positive psychology. These are all of the pillars of health that we as chiropractors have been advocating for, yep. for, for you know, since the green books. Uh, yep. it, is, um, it is definitely something that uh, Wellam is um, going to be able to upskill, um, standardize that education around and, and title chiropractors. How do you, um, and I imagine obviously you've from a background where you've um, studied chiropractic, Chinese medicine and naturopathy and, um, and maybe actually in a moment you can explain how, uh, whether that was something that's mixed in together or does someone come for a Chinese medicine visit as opposed to a, um, a chiropractic visit. And I guess the next follow-on question from that is in terms of a chiropractor who's interested in apply, applying these sorts of principles to their practice, which in a very small way, I'm sure all chiropractors do, but obviously this is taking it to another level, getting involved with a clinical practice group. Um, how do you uh, expect that this will roll out? Will it be that chiropractors will just have their normal visits, but integrate some of this information in, or will it be special one-on-one -on -one visits where, okay, we're gonna have a good look at your lifestyle and your diet today, and, uh, or will it be a bit of a mix, or how do you see it sort of working? Yeah, Anthony, I, I think um, I think you've hit um, the correct mark there. That it will be a combination, and this is the beauty of it: is that uh, whilst we work within a framework, um, there is the latitude for chiropractors to, um, you know, to design this so it so it fits into their current practices, and, and certainly we'll be evolving this as we go along and we gain more experience and so forth, and, and business models. Um, for that to make it cost effective. The integration of lifestyle medicine in the current sort of chiro practice is such a natural fit. Um, if you recall the, PB, um, the PBRN, the ACORN work survey of chiros a few years back, that revealed that 92% of chiros responded yes when asked if they would give dietary advice, nutritional supplements in practice. So we're, we're already doing this out there in, in practice on a daily basis. 
And it's important to understand how uh, lifestyle medicine works and differs from simply supplementation or providing nutritional advice. Um, and so the integration into that clinic practice and development of successful business models um, will be some of those necessary initiatives that our CPG will work closely with the ACA and the members to, to develop. Um, we'll be working towards a collaborative approach with uh, shared care, um, shared care arrangements, similar to what we currently see in chronic disease um, management plans, you know, the old yep. EPCs. Yep. Um, daily integration into the chiro management of neuromuscular conditions will pretty much proceed in line with whatever the chiropractor's current practice is in. But further to that, we'll start to discuss and establish a client's health priorities, uh, develop uh, mutual um, agreements to short long-term goals, and then reevaluate the schedule to put this into place. Um, interdisciplinary teams of health pro um, professionals can be assembled to coordinate these health goals, uh, creating timelines, establish roles for lifestyle management. And, and some of those interventions might, might include uh, written lifestyle prescriptions, uh, instructions for dietary change, physical activity, you know, strength, balance, flexibility, stress management, uh, sleep quality improvement, all of those uh, key health determinants and, and pillars getting integrated. So those indi individual face-to-face -face management for um, chiros, uh, for clients sort of experiencing neuromusculoskeletal conditions can be augmented with lifestyle management in the form of uh, group consultations, uh, shared care appointments, uh, even virtual, you know, we're, we're progressing into telehealth and, and it lends itself very well to the telehealth space, which is yes. an, an emerging area. So it, it'll be sort of over the next few years and as we gain experience and so forth, it, it'll, it'll, um, it'll morph into different formats. And I guess that really dis, uh, there's lots of options there clearly. And it comes down to the individual chiropractor as to how they want to um, roll that out in their practice. And like you said, there's um, plenty of ways to do that either um, as a one-on-one -on -one or collaboratively with other health professionals. Yes. So um, obviously and the, the ultimate goal is to drive behavioral change with people that seek care. How do you improve compliance uh, with your clients? How do you get them to eat those, their daily recommended uh, requirements of fruit and vegetables and so on? Mm. Look, I think this is a challenge that we all have um, as chiropractors and health professionals. You know, how do you get, how do you get your, um, your clients to follow the advice that you give for, uh, for the exercises or rehab or so forth? You know, so we become very skilled and we are skilled in that, um, you know, and the techniques for, um, you know, consulting and, and advising, but behavioral change is at the core of this. Um, and this change in lifestyle management and modification of lifestyle risk factors needs to be sustainable and achievable. Um, and so we can use, uh, we can use uh, techniques as CBT, cognitive behavioral techniques and, and MI techniques, motivational interviewing skills that are really required to create uh, a consultation that's truly client-centric. You know, I, I often think, you know, and as chiropractors, we often uh, think, you know, well, we, we are being client or patient-centric, but 
ask yourself, you know, who, who's doing the talking? And if the answer mm. is you, then it's probably not client-centric. Um, yeah. Collaboration with the client you're working with, you know, using techniques that enable the clients to dis, um, discover their own solutions. Uh, and this can be achieved by using open-ended discovery questions, uh, empathy and reflection. Um, they all help to open that dialogue that, that's non-judgmental and, and really gets the client thinking perhaps about what barriers it need to change for them or why it's been difficult, uh, even when, when they know it's for their own benefit. What, what we do know is that giving clients information alone does not make people change. Mm. But it's really not possible to persuade someone to change their habits. I think as practitioners, we learn that pretty early on in our, in our careers. So we become more facilitators for that change and coaches rather than just educators alone. Yeah. Yeah. Very important. Um, what do you see going forward? Obviously we've come a, a long way in the last four or five years, but what do you see going forward for the Willem CPG? Um, what are the key milestones for say the next two years? Mm, the crystal ball question uh, <laughs> there, mm. Anthony. Uh, look, looking forward, I, I can see many challenges, uh, no doubt, um, but as well as as many exciting opportunities ahead, Anthony, um, further engagements with other health professionals, greater, greater exposure to more of the general public to raise the awareness of the benefits of chiropractic um, and, and uh, lifestyle medicine. We're going to be looking to increase the levels of skill and education um, advocacy to health and governmental agencies uh, for the inclusion of chiropractic into the wider healthcare community. And, you know, the great thing about our alignments and so forth with, um, with lifestyle medicine is that they're external to, to, the, to the chiropractic bubble, if you like. And this opens up opportunities, um, hospital um, public positions for chiropractors, Aboriginal rural and remote collaboration uh, to bring chiropractic to that a really much needed cohort um, where chiropractic is you know, very underrepresented in, in many areas of healthcare uh, system. So I think a, a robust and passionate membership of, of like-minded chiros looking to extend their existing scopes of practice, be engaging in the management of comorbidities and uh, neuromusculoskeletal conditions, chronic disease. Um, I also see that um, you know we need a voice at the table for change in shifting a paradigm from what is really a, the biomedical model, uh, disease focus, um, to, to more a health model of healthcare. Mm. Um, so I guess chiropractic management that, that incorporates lifestyle medicine uh, approach represents a genuine opportunity to extend our existing scopes of practice together with increasing networks of interdisciplinary professional relationships. And this ultimately is for the well-being of, of our clients and the progression of our chiropractic profession. So for chiropractors who have an interest in um, well-being and lifestyle management, what, uh, what are the advantages of joining the, the CPG? What do they get now and what might they get in the future? Well, we're going to have a number of uh, resources uh, we're working on, a repository for research literature. Uh, we're going to have, um, obviously, the educational modules 
Um, you're going to have the networking opportunities. You're going to have the credentialing uh, and the upskilling and the use of titling that, that creates a point of difference. And I think this is what is important with ACE is that we're, we're creating a, a benchmark for, for standard of um, education and we're creating some protection around that titling. We've observed this in other uh, allied health um, professions that are a little further down the track uh, than what we are. Um, so we're going to have, uh, I think, a very dynamic, uh, passionate um, CPG that is very aligned with the foundational principles of, of chiropractic. Um, it's going to allow us to you know, truly look at the holistic approach, um, addressing uh, comorbidities, you know, things like osteoporosis and osteoarthritis, they come in our door every day. We're going to have, you know, the tools to be able to um, manage those in perhaps a, a more efficient, effective way than we have to date. Well, Peter, it certainly sounds very exciting. Uh, congratulations on all uh, the work that you and Carl and, and um, Peter McGlynn also have been doing in this area. I think and it's Damien. terrific. And Damien, Christoph, and also Paul Bergamo for getting it started uh, back all those years ago. So, um, so we're definitely working in the, in the right direction and it sounds um, you know, exciting. It's, a, it's, it's great, I think, a real uh, important maturation of the profession to build on you know, the essence of what is great in chiropractic and extend that into these special interest uh, areas. I think it's really fantastic and um, the future bodes well for the profession. It's been a pleasure chatting with you today. Thank you very much, Anthony. Thanks heaps, Pete. Um, well, that's it for me. Thanks for listening. I hope this podcast has been helpful in your quest for excellence and look forward to chatting with you again on our next ACA podcast. Mm -hmm.